Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> is a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooray for Hollywood. Yeah. Is this the only song they've got about Hollywood? I think it is. I think it is. And it works well. Yeah, I guess it does. And we're we're on the eve of the Oscars, so we'll be talking about that in a minute. But before we get around to that, you uh, arrived for this taping uh, a little um, upset about something that you saw while you were driving here. Yes. Let's let's get it out there so we can let it be put to rest. Well, I was doing fine, actually, now that I've had some time. But now that you brought it up again, it's upsetting me again. Well, that's why I did it, because I'm... A masochist. You well, are. I guess I'm a sadist. I don't I like, know which. I like is, other but... people to suffer. No, you don't. No, but I, I was impressed that uh, these things that you look at one way, other people would just drive by and well, wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah, I was driving uh, on the way up here. Uh, pouring rain today on this day that we're we're taping. Lots of snow and rain and just horrible weather out. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and I'm driving up. Uh, that two-lane highway that comes up to your home. And I have to slow down for a, so- and I see, uh, for a stoplight, and I see on the side of the road, and, you know, I mean, it's not uncommon. It's just it's very upsetting to see a little dog had been hit and was lying on the side of the road in the pouring rain, just all right there on the... Somehow that's worse, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. just it really upset me, and he's just, you know, and I thought... God, what's this little guy's story? <clears throat> you know, was he running? Was he lost and scared? And then, and then, part of me thought, I wonder if I should stop, turn around, and even see if maybe he's still breathing. Yep. Um, I, I just, and I just cried all the way up here. It bothers me to see yeah. a little dog, no, I think a little that, animal. I like that you're that empathetic. It's that's a nice quality. I, I don't know though. I think it's, I, I think it's. Uh, too much, I think. I get too too invested in it somehow. Yeah. I am I'm way beyond what should be a normal reaction to that. Yeah, I guess so. And, I, I've been thinking a lot about that lately, and uh, as we mentioned, the passing of one of my brothers uh, uh, about a month ago, and uh, I I just can't uh, can't stop thinking about it, and I still can't accept it, and I and I don't know. 
uh, what that means. When my parents passed away, it was sad and it was a bummer and all of that, but I accepted that they you know, were gone and I wasn't going to see them again. But my brother uh, is just different. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's because we're close to the same age. Maybe he's got me thinking, hey, you know what? Your time is coming sooner than you think, pal. Better start thinking about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, next week we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, and about, um, you know, doing some thinking about. Nobody wants to think about preparing for their uh, funeral, making those arrangements, putting a will together. But this is, you know, maybe it's time to start thinking that way. So yeah. we'll talk about that next week. We're going to talk about Hollywood this week. Yeah, that's it. That's Although right. I did want to mention <clears throat> one story that it, because you what you said reminded me. It was a day very much like the one we're having right now as we're recording this. And uh, my wife and I are driving on a backwater road down around Carnation or somewhere, and it was just raining like the Dickens. And I came around a corner, and I could see a whole bunch of baby ducks that had been run over. Oh, God. And so Ugh. I I, I mean, I thought really God. quick, and I diverted my wife's attention. I said, look over there. And I pointed out the different direction when we went by because I knew it would just devastator. Yeah. I pictured a mama duck walking her little herd behind her across the road and bam, they got round into it. That that stuff is really upsetting, but it's especially upsetting on a really lousy day for some reason. It it feels worse. Yeah, cuz he yeah, because he was lying out there in the rain. He was in the rain and pouring rain, cold on that shoulder. It just breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you hope it was nobody's pet, but on the other hand, you think if it was somebody's pet, why was he walking around crossing the, the I'm sure road? he was somebody's pet. He was a little curly-haired little guy. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so, I, okay, yeah. let's, let's, there's nothing more we can say about that, and that it is abundantly sad, but it's it's life, and death is part of life. This it's is weird. why I, I, I will say it again. I, just, I hate nature, although I don't think nature had anything to do with this poor guys and you should so. be madder at henry ford for inventing the car <laughs> yeah, exactly you know or whoever did that's right uh okay so we're going into uh this oscar week yes oscar this Sun is so exciting well yes it doesn't get me that excited i know you got all over the super bowl this is my super bowl okay baby. then that's fair that's this fair. is my super bowl yeah my my Did you mother hear that little crack a minute ago yeah what that was, was that that's my knuckles let me finish no don't off. do that oh there, i'm done now sorry Ugh. yeah no this is exciting everything leading up to it and i know there's been lots of award shows and but this is it this is this is the grand pooba of all of all shows. I know. I know that. And, and believe me, I'll be watching, but I don't watch... Um, Do you I, normally watch it, or are you watching yeah, oh, yeah. it specifically because Bob Nelson's going to be... Well, that'll... that'll Because I have a dog in the hunt this time, it'll be more fun. Right. In fact, in a moment, we'll talk to Bob. I just caught up with him uh, before you got here, and uh, just to see... Because he's been going to lots of awards shows, and he's... You know, he hasn't won any of them. He doesn't. Ex he never expected to win any. In fact, he was always wondering, "How did I get into this?" <laughs> right. Uh, this getting a best original screenplay nomination in the first place. And right. I, and you can say all you want about, "Well, you've already won, Bob." Just getting it. I mean, of all these films that are made every year, yours was 
selected as one of the best screenplays right. of them all. But and and he's very uh, pragmatic about it and philosophical, and he really doesn't he. Well, of course he cares. He ha- you have to care, but he really is isn't expecting. And I and you'll hear me. I'll, I'll I think I'll ask him whether he thinks. Um, you know, has he even done any thinking about what he's going to say? Should I'm he sure. Well, he's such he's such a master at improv. I'm sure he'll. I ask him that question. He'll pull something. Coming up in a minute here. Okay, I thank you for handing me this. You yeah. read my mind. I couldn't remember which pictures were nominated for best picture. And I'd like to know how many you've seen. Okay, that's what I wanted to look at. I have seen one, two. I've seen only two of them. Which ones? I've seen Gravity. Uh, Captain Phillips. Oh, Captain Phillips, phenomenally good. This is Mask Alabama. We are an unarmed freighter. We have two skiffs approaching with armed intruders. Potential piracy situation. Copy Alabama. You should alert your crew and get your fire hoses ready. Uh, yeah, is that it? Chances are it's just fishermen. They're not here to fish. It's pretty good, yeah. yeah it was a and great and film. then of course I saw Bob's Nebraska, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yep. But I have not seen American Hustle, not seen Dallas Buyers Club. That's another terrific film, Matthew McConaughey. I'm telling you, I know you just are boo on him, but you yeah. will appreciate him in a whole new way. No, I heard a commentator the other day said, you know, for some period of time in Hollywood, Matthew McConaughey was kind of a sort joke. of regarded as a joke, right. but not. But this film will set that. To rest, and he's done other good films. And I'd like too. to hear a big fat apology out of you after you see that movie. Well, um, I don't know if I want to watch that movie. Oh, you have to. That's not my kind of movie. It's a great movie. Mr. Woodruff, you've tested positive for HIV. Have you ever used intravenous drugs? Have you ever engaged in homosexual conduct? Homo, homo. Did you say homo? You made a mistake. That ain't me. Mr. Woodruff, we estimate you have 30 days left. I like things like gravity, Captain. I want some action, you know? You're such a boy. I am a boy. That's not a boy's movie, I don't think. It's not a boy's movie. Uh, Okay. It's not a boy's movie. I have not seen her. I don't want to see that. That sounds ridiculous to me. Absolutely ridiculous. Mr. Theodore Twombly, welcome to the world's first artificially intelligent operating system. We'd like to ask you a few questions. Okay. Are you social or antisocial? I guess I haven't been social in a while. How would you describe your relationship with your mother? Thank you. Please wait as your operating system is initiated. Hello, I'm here. Hi. Hi, I'm Samantha. Yeah, but it's well regarded. I think uh, I don't know who directed it. Da- and da- the other thing David is Russell, Scarlett, maybe? you know, Philomena. I can't remember which Scarlett one. Scarlett Johansson, who did not appear on screen as an on-screen talent, right? Did all the voicing for that, and big controversy over. And and this is why I've always said, why don't voice actors get nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, she's apparently not for, eligible because it's just her voice. Or for or for doing the voices on animated films as well. In exactly. Fact, don't animated films have their own category now? That's there's, true. There's, there's so only, many of them. Only three of them. It, when, when I'm trying to watch a movie on TV, and I'll scroll down and I'll say voices of, forget it, not going to watch it. Why? I appreciate the artistry of the animated film industry, but that isn't one of the movie I'm going to select to watch. I don't want to watch a cartoon. I want to watch real people. What's the last? Did you see Toy Story? Yeah, did you well, see? but I was sort of forced to watch that with my grandkids, <laughs> you know, or kids. Uh, those are the only times I've watched those kind of movies, and I, 
have an affection for old films like Pinocchio and Bambi and all that sort of stuff. But a push comes to shove. If there's a movie where uh, there's going to be uh, suspense and tension, a thriller, mm-hmm. that's what I want. I love thrillers. Yeah, oh, I do what, too. That's what I want to watch. I do too. Uh, if there's a thrilling animated film, I have not yet seen it. Although I, I would say Toy Story 3 had its moments. I, it sure did. Wow. Yeah. And then Philomena, I've not seen. 12 Years a Slave which I think a lot of people assume is going to win Best Picture. Yeah, and then The a, Wolf of Wall Street. I've not seen that either. So. Yeah. Only two of the nine have I seen, which yeah. is actually pretty good for me. Sometimes I've seen none of them. Well, you've you know only got a couple of days. I, I have to see them, or, or the show, the, the ceremony is, you know, I have to know what I'm, who I'm rooting for. Mm. So I've got a couple more to catch up on, but I'm almost there. The problem yeah. is that they have nine best in the old days. In the old days, they had five of they them. They had five of them, and we liked it. And we liked it. And you could watch them, but you can't now. Nine. It's a lot to squeeze in. Yes, it is. You know, because they make the the announcements in January, and you've only got a very small window to cram them all in. There must be some sort of reason why they decided to expand it to nine or ten. I don't know what it would be except that probably it just puts more horses in the race and and that makes more speculation happen there's Maybe. more uh, notoriety for the films people go to more of them because there are nine of them now instead of five and we got to see Perhaps. all the Oscar. i don't know but at any rate we'll talk about that and we're going to talk about this with somebody that that old-time listeners of our radio efforts may remember jason valentine who's not uniquely qualified to talk about movies any more than you or me, except that he's a movie nut. He loves them. He brings a lot of passion, enthusiasm, and opinions to it. And we just like him. He's a good guy. And we'll talk to him in the coming minutes here. But right now, I would like to play for you. Frankly, it's an interview I did uh, a little bit earlier. But it's with my friend, Bob Nelson. Bob was a colleague of mine on a TV sketch comedy show some people listening may remember called Almost Live. Bob left that show for one season because he wanted to try his chops on something else. And so he moved to L.A. and he worked for one year on the horrible talk show, um, that Magic Johnson did called, called the Magic Hour. Live from Los Angeles, it's the Magic Hour. Yay! Yeah, and and Bob was a comedy writer on the show. He, they'd write sketches, and they did. They would write a monologue for Magic to do, and he worked with other writers, and it was a good experience for Bob. Uh, Magic, he said, came there the first first day when all the writers and producers and directors were there. And he gave him a little pep talk and everything. He said, we're going to have a really good show here, and everybody. We're excited, and this is going to be great. He said, we never saw magic again, except when he would show up to do the show. Wow. So, to me, the common denominator of talk shows that work are that are the ones in which the host works his butt off. They are the David Letterman's, the Jay Leno's. I'm, I'm sure Kimmel works Conan O'Brien, yeah, Conan they, and, and, and Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Chevy Chase, for example, back in the day, he was given a talk show, and he thought he could just show up 
because he was so he considered himself such a masterful yeah. wit that he, that he could get by with that. It was yeah. a, it was a disaster. Yeah. Going further back than that, Jerry Lewis had a talk show that was absolutely horrible. So I think you've got if you're going to have a talk show, you got to work hard. You can't sure. phone it in. Magic was go out, you know, playing basketball or hobnobbing with friends or doing all the other things he did. And he's a nice, he seems like a great citizen and everything, but he he was never going to work hard enough to make that show work. Right. But that got Bob's feet in the water as far as really writing for Hollywood was concerned. And so when he came back to Almost Live and he served out the rest of the time that the show survived, he began writing um, screenplays in his off time, and he is the kind of guy that works into the night. So he's up till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work during the day; he works at night. And um, and so he, this is the the screenplay that he wrote, his first one ever, was called Nebraska. And lo and behold, it almost immediately was picked up, but it took ten years to actually get made. And uh, Alexander Payne was the director of that film. Bruce Dern is in it. He's nominated for Best Actor. Mm -hmm. A woman named uh, June Squibb, I think Mm -hmm. it is, is, plays the part of Bruce Dern's wife, and she's nominated, and I never have ever heard of her before. She's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, I've seen her in commercials more recently, Mm -hmm. actually. So so there's a lot of nominations, Mm -hmm. and Bob's is one of them for Best Original Screenplay. And Bob Nelson has been down in Hollywood for about a month now, gone to a bunch of other award shows, and uh, joins us on the line for a couple of minutes right now. Just days away from the Oscars, have you picked out what you're going to wear yet? Um, I have uh, picked out a uh, tux. It's, oh. uh, it's quite a departure, I'm sure. Uh, you know, all, all of those TV shows, uh, Entertainment Tonight is going to be all over this. Uh, yeah. Get me an Indian tux. Is a are, you requi- are you required to wear a tux, or is it something you chose to do? No, this is just, uh, this is just the kind of guy I am. I'm just kind of, uh, I, I oh. like to live out on the edge. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to draw attention to myself. Uh, so I-, I thought, well, what better way to do that than to wear a black tux? As now I think back on it, I remember on our old Almost Live days, you would often come in a tux. I never gave it a thought then, but uh, now I kind of see you were going that way all the time. Yeah, it's the same tux. I'm not putting out any money for this thing. Okay, I understand. So are you, what, what is the most amazing thing, there must be a million, where you just pinch yourself and say, oh my God, look who that is, or look who I'm talking to. What, what stood out for you so far? Well, they had an Academy Award luncheon where all of the nominees are invited, and then they take a big picture at the end. I saw that picture. Yeah. Yeah. And and am I am I not correct that you're standing next to Meryl Streep, and just? I like to think of it that Meryl Streep is standing next to me, Pat. But yes, uh, we're right by each other. If that's yeah. Okay. Was Uh, was there any discernible uh, bad breath or body odor or anything like that? Uh, no, she, she, she smelled fine. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's good. And then down uh, just in front of you, was who was down just in front of you and to the right? Uh, Kate Blanchett. Sheesh, how did you pick that position? That's great. She smelled okay, too. Oh, I bet, uh, yeah. Uh, well, the funny thing was, Meryl Streep was at our table, and someone uh, said, 
Damn those agents. As if, yeah, as if to say, what the hell? Did you ever get to speak to her? Uh, I did. I finally, okay, after good. they moved on, I said, uh, sorry, Miss Street, but I had something more important to do before I talked to you. And, uh, no, I just uh, kept apologizing and um, said, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. And then when we went up on those risers and yeah. uh, Kate Blanchett was standing in front of me, that reminded me of those old. That reminded me of those old studio pictures they used to take in the old days, where all yeah. the stars would be in one big photo. Yeah, I think that's yeah. They, 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 see, they don't have any. People say there are no new ideas in Hollywood, and you just nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it's the same exact crap. Well, it's cool. Anyway, um, so yeah, Kate Blanchett is standing in front of me, and she kind of leaned back for a second. I didn't notice this, and I clapped her head. With your, with your, with your head, you bonked heads. Oh, with your hand, yeah. Yeah, we were all clapping as everyone else came up, and we were one of the first ones up. So we're clapping and clapping. And that's the only thing Meryl Streep said to me up there is uh, because we were one of the first. Is this is going to take a long time? And she was right. There's about 180 nominees. Uh, uh, yeah. So clapping, and then uh, I clapped. Yeah. Any regrets so, that you were wearing brass knuckles that day? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, again, I've been wearing those since the almost five yep, days yep. too, so no along, surprise. Along with the tux, um, that's right. Well, that just so must have been within fantastic. A, within a half an hour, I'd managed to ruin any chances of working uh, with uh, two of our finest actresses. Yeah, that's a shame. But there, there's others. There, there's others that are up and coming. I can't think of any. Oh, but, they are, but the, you know, the word gets around about these. You know, this guy. Yeah, I know. So, I know. Uh, so are you excited? Uh, this is a, uh, in the realm of stupid questions, but are you excited? Are you nervous uh, coming up for Oscar Sunday? Or you say, ah, this will just be what it is. I don't care. Well, this will be, uh, uh, by, the, by the Academy Awards, will be the sixth one that I've gone to. So I'm I'm excited that I might actually break the record for most, most losses now, now, to be clear, you, uh, this are, you've gone to six award shows, not six Academy Award shows. This is your very first foray into these right. Hollywood circles, so that's a big deal. You even went to Britain, didn't you? I did for the BAFTA Awards. I, I wanted to see what it felt like to fly 10,000 miles to lose. And it's, you know, it's not a lot different than just driving over uh, you know, for the Writers Guild Awards where I lost. <laughs> um, or Critics' Choice Awards where I lost. You lost that too, yeah. It's the same feeling, but you get a free uh, plane trip out of it. Do you, uh, do you, I mean, because you assume you're going to lose this one too, uh, have yes. you have you even wasted your time preparing any remarks at all? I haven't prepared remarks at all yet. Uh, there was one uh, award show where the adapted screenplay, I mean original, and the adapted was a surprise. And all of a sudden I started panicking, thinking, oh my gosh, they weren't supposed to win. Uh, what, what if I actually do win this? And then all of a yeah. sudden I'm scrambling to think of something to say. And as I'm thinking, trying to think and think, they said, an original screenplay, Spike Jones. And uh, so I, I breathed a sigh of relief. Yeah. I dodged a bullet on that one. Well... Yeah. Well, well, I've seen Spike Jones on some talk shows, and he thinks a lot of himself 
Uh, but you you are too humble to win. That's your problem. Have you thought about this, Bob? Have you thought about, since I'm not going to win, why don't I hire myself out to write nice little speeches for the win- for the people who do win? Uh, not a lot of them are very articulate anyway. You could make some extra coin while you're down there doing that. Oh, well, you know, they are writers themselves. Uh, so oh, in your, in your category, they, I know. But I was talking more yeah, about freelancing for technicians yeah. and, yeah, d- people like that. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to offer my services to Meryl Streep and Kate Blanchett, but I blew that. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I could. Uh, what fee do you think I should charge? Should it be, uh, you know, dinner tickets or something? You wouldn't even uh, necessarily have to be money. Yeah, it could be theater tickets. Oh. It could be something. It could be yeah. an, an, a second tux, for example. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, some people have been requesting that I wear a second tux. At the same time, yeah. Are at you? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I'll let you go here. But are are you um, coming straight uh-huh. home with your tail between your legs? Or are you going to hang out for a few more days down there in La La Land? Oh no, we're getting out of this town as quick as possible. Valerie and I are doing the drive of shame back up the coast. <laughs> <laughs> the drive of shame. If you're anywhere in, in, within uh, that area, ladies and gentlemen, get out, get your neighbors, get on the curbside, and you will get to see the drive of shame. Slow down a little bit in, in Fresno, okay? Okay, Bob. Good luck. We'll all be watching and very excited for you. All right. I, I appreciate that. I'll try and do better next time. Next time I'm going to try and write harder, okay? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something. You should have pushed it a yeah. little harder. Maybe a bit a more. Harder. Maybe a more populous state next time too. Ohio. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Something like yeah, that. Man. Okay, Bobby. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Appreciate Bye. it. So there is somebody we've got a rooting interest in, but uh, he doesn't seem very optimistic that uh, there's going to be a big surprise. You never know. You never know. And he will always now be referred to, I mean, his name is no longer Bob Nelson. No, it's Oscar nominee Bob Nelson. That's right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cachet in that. And and during his time down there, he's been, you know, meeting people and working on plans for his next screenplay, which he's already written. He's written a couple, three, four different ones already, but one where he is directly uh, going to work with the studio this time. So, Well, we may not see him up there at the award acceptance trophy podium this time, but I, we are going to see him up there at some point. He is a he's name talented. to be reckoned with he's down so there. He's so talented. That town is talking about him because people don't just write their very first screenplay. They don't come out of Kent, Washington. They've never written a screenplay before, and then they get it made into a movie that then becomes Oscar-nominated. Right. That doesn't happen. And that gets the whole town's gums flapping. That's right. No and doubt about this it. This has put Kent on the map. I yes. mean, Kent is now on the map. It's not, well, it's not a map of the United States, but it's a map. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the just, moon it's very exciting. Very exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait for yeah. Sunday. It, that alone will make it worth watching, and I hope they'll get a, sh- a shot of him. I think they will. Even if they put that little... Little boxes up on the screen sure. so you can see the reactions. Yes. I don't know if they'll do that for screenwriters, but I assume they will. It'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know if they do. I think I don't think they do. Don't they? No, they just put the picture of the movie that they wrote. So he's wearing a tux for nothing. I pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I know. Isn't that sad? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know if I I don't know if we talked about this uh, during the interview. Uh, I don't think I did, but after the interview, I I said, "So, what are your plans, uh, Oscar Knight? Are you going to hang around for another few days down in La La Land, or are you going to take off?" And he said, "We are going to get in our car as bright and early Monday morning as we can, and we're <laughs> heading back home." I mean, he. Um, you know he did, this is his, he doesn't drink this in the way other people would he the way i some, would it's something he kind of puts up with yeah. I mean, and he knows it's part of the deal and you have sure. to go through all of this stuff but he's not a party guy uh and you got to go to a lot of those mm-hmm. and you got to sit on a lot of panels like i think he said and uh, it just gets to be um sure. man i miss home you mm-hmm. know so and and he said he hasn't done any writing in five or six weeks now mm-hmm. because he doesn't have time. Right. And so that the award throws, circuit's crazy right that now. That throws him off his rhythm too. So good luck for him. We're going to be watching uh, for Bob's uh, Bob's big moments. Yeah. Uh, regardless, you'll hear his name spoken on the air. That'll be cool right there. Uh-huh. Well, let's get uh, let's jump into the weeds here a little deeper, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk to. Uh, the aforementioned Jason Valentine. And he joined us last year on our podcast, too, and helped us sort through some of this Oscar stuff. He, yeah. he knows what's going on, what the big moments to watch for I bet for he's are. seen every film, hasn't oh, he? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Uh, he, um, so by way of introduction to him, he what, what was he? Was he in the promotion department at the radio station? <laughs> I really don't know. I don't remember I either. I don't recall. But he wasn't, you know, he was... He was um, not uh, somebody that you would think of first as a movie reviewer. We had other people that did it over the years, but then we stopped doing it for a while. And uh, but movies are something that are a staple of radio talk shows. People love to talk about them. We we just love it. Sure. TV shows too. So Jason kind of lobbied for the job. He just kind of came down and said, "Hey, you guys, uh, I like movies, and why, why can't I be your movie guy?" And, you know, I'm always such a softy. You I'll, are. I'll just, okay. Yeah, okay. That'd probably be fine. Rather than actually <laughs> trying him out. Yeah, you never auditioned yeah. him or anything. But he turned out to be delightful and uh, and fun and funny. And uh, and so he became our regular movie guy. And uh, so uh, now that we're doing this podcast, it occurs to us, well, heck, why not get Jason on the horn again and let's talk movies, get his opinions, see how he handicaps things. Mm-hmm. So. Joining us right now from where he now resides in uh, in the Tri Cities area, mm-hmm. uh, where he has a TV gig. He does a he, he's on uh, morning news. Uh, does he do the weather? He's like he's a personality. He, oh, he, he is. does okay. the cooking segment. He oh. does, he's like a you know like the 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 adopted animal comes in. He's oh, doing he's the that. Guy. Yeah, the cooking segment of this. Of that. Yeah, and he's he's done very well. He's very popular over there, but. He's here now to talk about movies. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Jason Valentine. Oh, yeah! What's happening, guys? You are, Jason. <laughs> it's Jason. He, that was the other thing I forgot to mention. He always began with a yeah. big, over-the-top, yeah. That was his branding yeah. back then. That was your yeah. trademark. Hey, Jason, what did you do for the radio station before you pushed your way onto Pat's show? Oh, well, I was uh, promotions at uh, the lovely Bonneville uh, Studios there. That's what I thought. Okay. So how did it happen, and refresh our memory, how did it happen that you became the movie review guy? You, If I'm remembering correctly, you came to us and said, I want to do this, right? They said, I want to do this, 
and uh, you guys gave me my first break, oh, about, what, about 14 years ago? Uh, quite a long time ago, and you guys said, let's give it a try. I did my first review, and it stuck. Yeah. It stunk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, no, no. it's stuck. It's, Exactly. So I now, followed you guys to Como as well. Now, can you correlate what you're doing now, which you're being very successful at? Is it really true <laughs> that is it really true that it had anything to do with being on our radio show? Of course, it did. No, no, I want to hear. It, it's a direct line path. Uh, they they saw how I could multitask there, so they have me multitasking here, doing morning weather, cooking segments, movie reviews. Just a little of everything down here in the Tri Cities in the Akamon. Good. Well, I want to ca- I want to come and catch you sometime. I wish we could get that station on cable over here, but but they they you know, are, what network are you? Is your station? Uh, we're your local ABC. So Como is threatened by you here locally, <laughs> and they they don't want you on the cable system. Yeah, yeah they're trying to keep me out of the market. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't blame them. I'd be intimidated, too. Okay, so we're <laughs> going to talk about the, the uh, Oscars. We were just talking a moment ago to my old uh, Almost Live colleague, Bob Nelson, who has been nominated for Best Original Screenplay. We just had him on the horn a moment ago. Uh, uh, is he excited? Well, Bob isn't an excitable sort of guy. I think he, he <laughs> is... But he, uh, but he, and he, he has this dark humor about the impossibility that he's going to actually win, and he's probably right. But his screenplay is wonderful. If you've seen the movie, I just think it's magical. And uh, and uh, Bruce Dern, who plays the title, uh, the uh, the uh, main character, is nominated, and June Squibb. Uh, also nominated for Best Actress, but we'll get to that in a moment. But so that's why I'm most interested in the show this year, is because I actually know somebody that is, well, is yeah. nominated. Yeah, it's cool. Well, if he gets to sit next to say Jennifer Lawrence, then maybe he'll start getting excited. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's uh, right. Maybe so. Maybe that'll change everything. But as it stands right now, he told me that he and uh, his wife are going to hop in the car on Monday morning and head for home. They they drove down there, and uh, and he's real eager to get home. So Jason... Well, God bless him. Which is uh, on Whidbey Island. So Jason, this is the 86th Oscars. What what should we be... What, what are the big stories? What should we, we be really watching for this year? We know Ellen DeGeneres is back hosting again. Um, right. Good, right. good, right. bad. Last year, if you remember, Lisa, was Seth MacFarlane hosting. Right. Oh, that's uh, right. I forgot that. Yeah, so uh, the, the, there was a lot of controversy going into that show. This is the kinder, gentler Oscars. There's not really too many controversies. Uh, uh, pretty much the only one is Kate Blanchett, who has been the uh, favorite for Best Actress for really months, uh, could be affected by the Woody Allen uh, kind of controversy, but uh, I, if that's the only controversy coming out of it, uh, there's not a lot of heat or buzz, shall we say, on the Oscars so far. But uh, uh, it's going to be—it's always fun. And yeah. I remember going to the theater with you guys when we uh, went to that one year. That was—that's right. That's we had right. our big Oscar party. So nice. much fun. Hey, uh, so have you seen all nine of the nominated pictures? I have seen all nine. Okay, great. I thought you had, and so so you can speak with some expertise. And it doesn't sound like there's any front runner favorite really at this point. Do, do, well, what, what do you think, Jason? Uh, I mean, honestly, for best picture and really for best director, it's between Gravity and Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. And I think I think they're going to be flip flopping where best picture 
will be won by 12 Years a Slave, and director will be Alfonso Cuaron of Gravity, just because I think they want to give him, uh, you know, an accommodation for what an incredible feat it was to direct Gravity, much harder than really many other films, just with the movement and all the special effects. But I think 12 Years a Slave will also get its kudos by winning Best Picture. Do you think uh, that uh, actor, whose name I can't pronounce, will win Best Actor for the same Uh, film? Uh, Way to go, man. (laughs) Wow. uh, No problem. He is phenomenal in that film, and uh, he's been winning some awards. He just won the NAACP award over the weekend. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has been the frontrunner for his incredible performance in Dallas Buyers Club. I highly, highly recommend that movie. Yes. Yes, Pat. Pat doesn't want to go see it because he doesn't think it's a guy's guy movie, Jason. Pat, it's an uplifting film with a nice message. Really, all it's about is this guy is a major screw-up until he gets AIDS, and then it brings his life into focus. It's very really good. But AIDS, AIDS sounds like, like a downer to me. You'll cry. Well, yeah, I don't want to cry. It's a good movie. It's a good cry. Right. It's a good, it's a good cry. movie. Uh, also, uh, late coming, there's a lot of talk of Leonardo DiCaprio having a shot uh, from Wolf of Wall Street. But I really think it's between McConaughey and Edgefor, and I think McConaughey is going to win. Who, by the way, will win the Emmy this year for his unbelievable work in True uh, Detective on HBO. True Detective is a. F- have you seen that show, Pat? I know no. you're you're having no, Breaking been, Bad. I've withdrawals. been too busy out helping the poor. I know, but you're in Breaking <laughs> Bad withdrawals. The True Detective is a great series, and it may help you through the You know what? I think anything Matthew McConaughey is in, you are blind to any sort of reasonable uh, (laughs) criticism of because he's in it. I mean, he could be in The Deputy Dog, and you'd think that was fine. It'd be fantastic. I don't think that. I don't think that. I think so. I just say, give the man a chance. I know. All right. Well, how about Best Actress? Oh, wait. Before you jump on to that. Uh, Jason, do you give any chance, because I want to bring it back to me again and my friend, uh, any chance Bruce Dern could uh, could uh, surprise everybody and win Best Actor? He did win Best Actor at the Cannes Film Festival. Well, it is possible he could get Don Amici, where uh, he gets an Oscar for his body of work instead of just one. Yeah. John Wayne. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, it's, it's, it's not going to happen this year for him. Yeah, and that might be his last big shot. But you never right. know. Yeah. Right. You never know. Yeah. yeah, But you know, how much fun is it to go? You know, uh, besides for Bob, it's got to be fun to go to all the Oscar stuff. I, uh, I think that'd be a blast. Oh, yeah, right. I do too. Yeah, and the, and the Oscar people were great. They even uh, managed a ticket for Bob's mom, so his mom's going to get to go. Oh, and, fantastic. And you don't, Bob with the big wigs. You don't know Bob's mom, but she has a cameo in uh, the movie Nebraska, as does Bob. Uh, <laughs> you can see him in the uh, in the restaurant scene. I love that when they I love that when they do that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um I know we want to get to best act uh, best act, but can we talk about the Wizard of Oz 75th anniversary, Jason? Are they doing a big what are they doing for that? Are they bring who who's even alive anymore to come back and Nobody. Well, at the end of the last Munchkin just passed away. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, Bette Midler and Pink are scheduled to perform, but nobody knows what they're doing. Either one or both of them will have something to do with The Wizard of Oz. Ah, okay. Got it. Yeah. 
That's and, cool. And by the way, U2 is going to be there doing their nominated song and that hot song from Frozen, Let It Go. It's going to be a real musical. It's going to be a lot of good music. Good. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, you want to talk about Best Actress? Best Actress? I think we did, didn't we? Uh, not yeah. yet. We've got a- Amy Adams. No, who... Best Actress. Actor oh, we well, I thought about. we just did. He yeah. said Bruce. Yeah, that's why I said. We yeah. just talked about yeah. that. So. so Amy Adams. Sorry you have to listen to this, Jason. This is just, we're <laughs> just a cat fight every time we do this podcast. Well, that's why it's fun to listen to, guys. Uh, uh, just uh, for this actress, it's Kate Blanchett. Nobody else is going to be close. Really? She, she okay. was phenomenal. Blue Jasmine, I have to say, I am not, uh, I don't get Woody Allen, okay? Did, his either. work, I don't get him. But every once in a while, he comes out with a film that I really get. Um, and Blue Jasmine, I thought, was just terrific. And she is terrific in Well, for film. me, Woody Allen uh, peaked. For me, I, I love the uh, Take the Money and Run and uh, those Bananas and some of those early, yeah. sillier, more jokey films yeah. of his. And, um, those never appealed to me. Well, I see I'm not bright enough to understand the more in- <laughs> Ingmar Bergman stuff that he does. So Yeah, yeah but she's uh, phenomenal. Yeah, she's been... Kate Blanchett was on 60 Minutes last week, and her husband is a dorky-looking Australian. So I'm more in love with her now. Because you think you have a shot? <laughs> I have a shot with her when, when, when he goes away. And which, <laughs> which he undoubtedly will at some point. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, best supporting actor, you got to go with uh, again Dallas Byler, uh, Byers Club, Jared Leto. Fantastic. Uh, he transforms into his role, and nobody is going to come close. Fantastic. Uh, he kind of bailed out on acting for a while to play music, but I remember him in uh, because I like sports movies in Prefontaine, where he played Steve Prefontaine, right. and I thought this guy's pretty good. Yeah. And then yeah, then he, you didn't hear from him for a while after that. McConaughey never met Jared. He met the character he was playing until they were done shooting, and then they introduced each other to themselves. Interesting. Yeah, very yeah. cool. All right, yeah. and Best Supporting Actress, again, uh, it's between really two people. Jennifer Lawrence for American Hustle has won almost every award coming up to this, but there might be a little bit of Jennifer Lawrence just too much. Yeah. She's oversaturated. So you could see Lupita Nyong'o from uh, 12 Years a Slave. Uh, they only had interesting naming car- uh, actresses and actors for that film. But uh, anyway, she uh, could uh, be the surprise there. But I- I'd be looking for Jennifer Lawrence. June Squibb, not a chance. Just like Dern, right? Just probably just happy to be nominated. Yeah, well, too bad. Uh, so now, let's uh, talk about uh, director. Oh, director, that's right. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Alphonse Cuaron, I think, will be annoyed for just what he had to do for Gravity. Uh, Have you guys seen Gravity? Yes. No. Great movie. No, I'm not into physics. See, this is a guy. This is a guy movie. No, I, it looks great. You would I just, like it. I just never go get out to the movies. You would like It'll it. You'll have to be on TV before I see it. But no, it looks fantastic. It does, especially. Uh, he discusses how they created kind of new effects that had never been done before. So they kind of took. Uh, a chance on trying something that really wasn't yeah. already invented. And yet. don't see yeah. it on TV, Pat. You've got to see it on the big screen. This is one of those. Oh, well, I'll watch it on a big screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's Cinerama, and that could not have been a better. Oh, theater. I can't imagine. Uh, for that kind of film. So Alfonso Cron, but you could see Steve McQueen. No, not that Steve McQueen, but Steve no, McQueen. Not that Spike Jones. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, if. 
So you think uh, Steve McQueen would win for best original screenplay? Is that what you said? Uh, no, I don't think so. Best original screenplay will be most likely the one that American Hustle wins. Because I don't, I don't think Spike oh, Jones no. or Steve McQueen should win for best original anything because they they didn't <laughs> they couldn't even come up with na- their own names. <laughs> I think you're right there, Pat. I think uh, that's how they'll think. Yep, I think that makes makes a lot of sense. Uh, I guess that's the big stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Yeah. So, uh, you, do you make a big deal? Or do you, does your TV station have a Jason Valentine viewing party? Uh, no, we don't have a viewing party, but I live tweet the event. All oh. right, good. Well, I have to get on your get on your Twitter so I I can read your tweets. Go ahead and po- and uh, uh, plug your your Twitter, Jason. Yeah. At Jason Cap Caveu, K A P P K V E W, at Jason Cap Caveu. All right, good. Well, we'll follow along during the Oscars. I understand that. So. And uh, yeah, we'll post it on our okay. we'll post it on our webpage. Okay, worry. that's too many words. For <laughs> Thanks me. again, Jason. It's so great to talk to you. No, always good to talk to you guys. And thanks for giving me my first chance. All right, this is your last chance. <laughs> we'll talk to you next year. Thanks a lot, guys. Could you give us one resounding yeah as you depart? We need it. Uh, here we go. Uh, and, and, and don't, don't go on. My ears are bleeding. Thank you, Jason. Poor cat. My poor cat just ran out of the room. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.